1: Listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader 630 Chad.
0: Devils lead the Hurricanes 2-1 late in the second period. Cracking at stars later. Tomorrow, Panthers at Toronto. Oilers at Golden Knights. That game on 6:30 Chad. Starting with the face-off show at 6. Game is at 8. NFL schedule is out. First game Thursday, September 7th. Lions at Chiefs. First Sunday nighter is Dallas. At the New York Giants, Alex Petrangelo of the Golden Knights, a one-game suspension for the slash on Leon Dreisaitl. Darnell Nurse will also miss tomorrow's game with the automatic suspension for the late instigator infraction. Matthias Ekholm of the Oilers with uh, an interesting comment earlier today about star players being targeted, and he also, uh, to me, is, is a little critical of uh, how Petrangelo conducts himself in certain situations.
2: I mean, you obviously want to play hard and play tough on their top guys. As I'm sure they are targeting our top guys to do the same thing. But, um, I, I mean, I think at some point or some some situations out there where he put himself in some bad spots too, I think he. I mean, he's on the penalty kill when Kane hits him, right? So, I mean, he doesn't have to skate the puck back and, and do a tight turn. He can just fire it down. There's no icing. There's no nothing. So, at, the, at times, it's on us defensemen too to – to make sure you don't end up in those situations where you you can um, be uh, hit or I guess played hard. So um, I think there's... I'm, I'm sure every team in the playoffs has that same plan of you got to play the opposition's top players hard, but at the same time, as a top player, you got to feel the pressure and, and kind of see those situations where maybe it's just a, a dump in and get away from the situation versus trying to tight turn and, and get out of it with the puck.
0: I thought that was really interesting. He's basically saying on the, on the play, Petrangelo got drilled by Kane. Why is he fooling around with the puck? Late in the game, that his team is going to lose when he knows the Oilers are trying to hammer him. I, I thought that was a. Uh, I mean, let's face it. Ekholm's kind of calling out Petrangelo, but he did it in a, a relatively intelligent, uh, explanatory way. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Sir Robert is on the line. Go ahead, Sir Robert. Uh, hey, Reed. How you doing? Good.
3: Well, obviously, I think. Uh I think uh, well, and I said this last night when I called in that uh, that, uh, that it it, w- it was either, in my opinion, uh, suspend them both or suspend neither of them. Obviously, they chose to chose to suspend both of them. Um, I look at it this way: I believe that it was one game for Petrangelo, simply because well, I believe number one is that Nurse Nurse couldn't get more than a game for that instigator. Plus, I'm thinking. Maybe the NHL think, well, you know, maybe you know, if we get we get the chance to go two, if we give them two games for that, and Nurse only gets one, what if uh, no, what if the Oilers hypothetically because of that, they end up winning the series in six? Well,
0: then, well, but that's the th- that's that's the thing, Sir Robert. And that sorry to cut you off, but I, I want to jump in there because you said something interesting. And thanks thanks for the call. That that's. I understand what you're saying, but that's why people get mad. That's why fans get mad. The NHL or any league really shouldn't be thinking, oh, well, nurse is out. Now we have to deal with the best defenseman on the other team. Well, let's just make it even. I I mean, if one guy commits a worse infraction, he should receive a harsher penalty, whether it's game 10 of the regular season or game 10 or 11 or whatever it's going to be of the playoffs tomorrow, right? So um i i i understand and you know I, I think most of you are oilers fans and are probably not going to be entirely happy with the situation um because it shouldn't just be well one guy got suspended let's just suspend the other guy the same it could be let's look at what the other guy did and actually give an appropriate punishment uh calvin writes in he says reed what's it like covering the njhl the national Joe hockey league oh my goodness calvin Vince, the Vegas fan, sends a message. He says, how ironic to hear Oilers fans whining, even though the Oilers have the biggest jerk in the league. Evander Kane tries to injure with every hit. He smashed his stick into Petrangelo's face at the end of the first period in game three, but I guess that's okay with the noble and knowledgeable citizens of oil country. That is from Vince, the Vegas fan, who is going to be our troll of the night, I think. We also have Lee on the line. Go ahead, Lee. Oh, hello?
4: Yeah, go
0: hey. ahead, Lee.
4: Oh, hey. Um, Yes, I just wanted to quickly just make a quick comment. Uh, um, I happen to be down in Seattle. A little off topic right now, but just one thing. Uh, And awesome environment that they've created there uh, at their little watch party that they hold. And uh, so the Queen and Beer Hall, I highly recommend it if you're in the area during the games because they they put on a pretty cool environment.
0: So is this in Seattle, Um, you said? Yeah, I was in Seattle. Oh, cool. Uh, Okay, all right. Yeah, that's fair.
4: of course, we identify ourselves. We're from Edmonton. We're hardcore Coilers fans. Look forward to seeing you in the next round, obviously being very confident we're going to get through uh, this one. So we actually made some pretty good friends in the, in the environment and uh, some pretty good hockey talk, right? I mean, they've definitely embraced their team. Um, and, again, uh, just good questions about how do we compare to, to Edmonton. Well, I couldn't be honest uh, in that fullest respect, but otherwise, said, we fill our rink. You, we we two watch parties outside. Uh, you guys have one bar, <laughs> you know, like, uh, But I said you're doing well because everyone loves the team. You can't ask much much more. And they have a really cool goal song. I'll give you that.
0: Okay, thanks, thanks, Lee. What's Appreciate it? it. That's Lee seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We also have Fred on the line. Hi, Fred. Go ahead. Hey,
4: Reid, you know what? I expected a one game. If it was regular season, probably two. But uh, the NHL has to do something about the officiating. My brother, diehard NFL fan, and he goes, when do you ever hear the NFL officiating uh, crews be in the forefront so much for the National Hockey League? There's so much uh, hitting from behind, uh, the cross-checking, all that. And how about that spear on cost Yesterday in the second period. That is definitely that should have been a five minute right there.
0: Uh the one in the first period by Theodore. Yeah, I I mean there was they, they called it a slash. I I think that was uh, I was I was fine with that. I mean obviously he was trying to give him a poke in a sensitive area, but I don't think he it really swung at him or or, or thrust in. So I, I thought the, the enforcement there was fine. Seven eight zero four nine six zero uh, six zero zero six three. Kellen, before we go to more calls, give me a couple that you have there.
1: For sure. Uh, we will go to a unknown texter to begin with. Interesting statistic. There were two instigated penalties in the NHL this season in the last five minutes of a game. Neither of these resulted in a suspension. That is from oh, an unknown texter. I didn't so.
0: see that. Okay. Okay. So they rescinded both of them. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan texts in and says Great points on the no injury downgrading They ought to change many of the penalty definitions i.e. head contact No injury equals no penalty High stick to the face No injury equals no penalty Man, Department of Player Safety and the Zebras have messed this up Now cue the conspiracies, LOL That's from Ryan
0: Well, yeah <laughs> I know a lot of people love conspiracies um, Kellen, I'm going to set up the Rob Brown clip So get get that ready uh, it's, it's called the Department of Player Safety. So it defines itself as trying to keep players safe. So it, it's trying to do that by punishing players who do things that aren't safe so they can't play for a while, and hopefully it discourages them from doing it again. Uh, Rob Brown, Brown, as a former player, is often, well, sometimes horrified at the decisions that are made. Now, we talked last night after the game about what we thought and what we thought was going to happen. I actually thought they might give neither guy anything just and just say, okay, play on. It's the playoffs. We don't like messing with anything. But they decided to give them one each. Uh, but Rob Brown had a bit of a uh, rant last night about uh, some suspensions in the playoffs.
1: He actually broke his neck. He, he broke the guy's neck. I mean, what do you have to do to get a suspension in the National Hockey League? I, I, I love, I love Everly as a hockey player, and I've met him and done a number of events with him. He's a really good guy, but he hit. Cogliano from behind. You could not I mean if you're going to say at the beginning of the year send a video to all the teams and say okay here is hitting from behind you would have taken that one. He runs runs him into the board's head first. The the video is absolutely horrendous when you see what happens to the the neck of Cogliano. It was it's it was scary and frightening and he he, he doesn't get a suspension. He literally Cogliano's neck was broken in that. He was done for the series and possibly, I don't know, do you come back from a broken neck? I don't know. At his age. And there wasn't a suspension. Absolutely embarrassing for the National Hockey League on that one. Thus, if you break a guy's neck and you don't get suspended, I don't think a slash on the arms is going to get a guy a game in the in the Stanley Cup playoffs.
0: Other than that, you don't
1: really have an opinion. Well, and again, again, well, Kale McCarr. I love Kale McCarr. He might be my favorite player in the National Hockey League. Love watching him play. But what he did to McCann in Seattle—that's a five-game suspension. He put the Seattle's forty-goal scorer, their best player, out of the playoffs, where they hit six seconds after the whistle, head first into the boards into the boards. That should have been a five-game suspension, and Kale McCarr got one. So yeah, no, I'm not happy with. The- NHL uh what are they supplementary discipline dudes not happy with them at all.
0: All right, so that was Rob last night. and Obviously talking in the first round the Eberly hit on Cogliano and the McCarr hit on uh on McCann. So, a little bit there from from Rob Brown. 7804960063. We have Andrew standing by. Andrew, thanks for calling inside sports. Go ahead. Hey,
5: Reed. Uh yeah, I did uh well, some of my talking points were given up by the last couple of texts here. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, But uh, want you—you mentioned uh, that you thought the spearing on costing only deserved a two-minute penalty, given the fact that it was called incorrectly. Is that not considered an intent to injure? You could actually rupture somebody's organs
0: doing that. No? Yeah, true. I—I I, I don't know. I mean, they called it a slash.
5: No, I know. But they, if they can review anything after the fact and deem something. Illegitimate because it was called incorrectly on the ice. That's that's a dangerous play. And they can
0: only they can only review something if they called it a major to begin with. They can't review two minute penalties and turn them into fives.
5: You're telling me if somebody if if uh, if a clear head head contact that results in an injury that was completely missed by all the officials on the ice isn't called because they don't see it, they can't look at it afterwards and say that was a that was a clear intent that the refs obviously missed. That they can't go after them.
0: They they can look at it as a suspension, but they can't call a penalty in a game.
5: No, no, no! I was talking at post game, like what they yes, did with yes. uh, like reviewing nerves. Yes, if way, you elbow me in the face final? and it's
0: not called in the game, it you could be suspended. But they can't review it. Sorry, I thought no, you I, meant if they could review I, it. I in mean the not
5: game. Sorry, yeah, no, I know, I, I yeah. understand what you're saying there. Okay. The other thing too is uh, Kolasar, uh Given the four inch difference, Kolasar actually made an effort to actually uh, elbow DNA in the face. Um, I don't know which period it was, first or second.
0: Um, well, I think he did elbow especially him in the given face. given the height yeah. difference?
5: Is that not a shot to the head? Headshot? Uh,
0: that could yeah, have been an, an elbow for sure. Yeah, that could have been an elbow. Yep.
5: It was it, like it was called as just a basic elbow, but he's four inches off, and he clearly had intent there. Like what? I don't understand where these refs are. That was the worst, worst officiating game I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think the refs had a good night last night. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate it. Seven eight zero four nine six. 0063, Terry says, why is Nurse fighting with a 4-1 lead? So what if Haig was challenging him all night? Let Haig stew over it for a couple of more days and then be distracted by wanting to fight Nurse in game five. That is from Terry. Uh, yeah, somebody else suggested that. I, I guess easier said than done in the heat of the moment. I, I mean, Nurse probably thought, okay, you want me. Here, here I come. You know, let's, let's do this. We'll get to a couple more of your phone calls. Uh, we'll get to as many as we have, actually. Uh, Kelly Broody is going to join us a little bit later on. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. It's Inside Sports on chat.
2: I'm Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630
0: Chat. Oilers and Golden Knights. Tomorrow, the winner takes a 3-2 series lead. The loser will face elimination at Rogers Place on Sunday. 780-496-0063. Petrangelo gets a one-game suspension for the Slash on dry sidle. We have Brian on the Certainty Hotline. Brian, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Hey,
3: Reed. Um, yeah, listening to all the callers, uh, yeah, the the thing has been very inconsistent, and and the the thing that I find is is you, you know I think most fans don't mind if the refs put the whistles away, obviously unless it's a serious call or a, a, an obvious goal-scoring chance. But when when it seems to be you know certain things are called on one team and a nod on the other team, you know I can see why fans get frustrated. But I was gonna I was gonna move on to mentioned the 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 other part of uh, what is going to happen tomorrow night when the Oilers are playing with, without Nurse and Vegas is playing without Petrangelo. Who has the advantage there? Because clearly those are the top two, well, arguably the top two defensemen on each team.
0: Well, ice time-wise, here, here's the thing, yeah. and I'm going to ask, uh, I, as you know, Kelly Rudy's on the show every week. He's currently working, so we actually taped our chat this afternoon and i asked right. him this that very question i wonder if it hurts vegas a little bit more just because nurse isn't on the power play yeah
3: yeah yeah i, I and i think who like who's gonna who will take uh, nurse's spot wouldn't that be uh broberg wouldn't
0: broberg take- will come into the lineup i think in terms of taking nurses responsibilities i i think ekholm and kulak would divide those kulak. up with the ice time yeah
3: and now, and now what about Vegas? Like, who's going to take up Petrangelo? I'm pretty sure
0: Ben step. Hutton's coming in. When we were, when Rob and I were on last night, we brought that up, and Harner Ryan Singh texted me, and he thinks Ben Hutton is the next guy in.
3: Yeah. So well, he's okay. I, think, I mean, he's okay. I think clearly the Oilers should have an advantage right there, I'm thinking as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Brian. Have a good night. We also have Tony on the line, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Go ahead, Tony. How's it going, man? Good.
6: Um, You know, I'm not surprised at uh, the player safety right now. I've always thought that they're kind of a joke ever since uh, Peros, who was a dirty person, who when he played. I I thought he'd, you know, make something that, you know. But this is kind of showing that, in my personal opinion, and I've been seeing this a lot, that this is kind of a slap on the wrist for Angelo. Because, like, if he would have hit um, Drysdale any harder, he could have broken his stick. And this is kind of like saying, you know what, I don't care. It's, I just want to know when is this going to be consistent because Drysdale is way out of the play and he gets slashed and they say one game for each. Are you telling me that they think that what Petrangelo did is not as, as less severe as what n- Nurse barely did?
0: Well, yeah, and I think that's, thanks, Tony. That's a big part of the discussion, right? It's, it's an equal suspension. Are these violations of the rules of the same severity? And in my mind, they're not. Uh, did Nurse instigate the fight? Okay, I, I guess you could say, like I said earlier, he went out of position and made sure he engaged with Haig. And I suppose you could even argue that the referees aren't going to take into account any chattering or almost fights that happened earlier in the game or earlier in the series. They they're just looking at what happened on that play. Okay, fair enough, but you know, is this chopping slash uh you know, I I, I obviously I saw it live last night. I watched it last night often when there are things that I know I'm going to talk about on the show, I go back and, and rewatch them in the afternoon. You know, with sort of a uh, some hours in between, and I actually took note of the clock and it was 2 seconds after Drysdale shot the puck at the open net that Petrangelo just kept going towards Drysdale and slashed him so like Drysdale said it's not a hockey play at that point so that that's that's why i would say okay if you're giving nurse a game then Petrangelo should probably get two because it was it was a worse infraction that that's how i would look at that and i generally you know, I know, you know somebody will just call in about the slash on cost and is like, you know, I, I guess everybody has the things that bug them. W- when I watch hockey, I am bothered by the things that happen with a stick that happen after the fact and that happen on a kind of not a necessarily defenseless player, but on a player who is unsuspecting. So I think in that moment 4 one game, Leon, yeah, missed the empty net. Petrangelo still skates over to him and slashes him. So he's using his stick you know he's he's upset and he's going after a player who shouldn't reasonably expect to be hit of any sort that way and, and again it what this wasn't a, a slash uh on the pants or a slash where the stick is moving parallel to the ice this is the stick moving perpendicular to the ice and coming down on top of dry saddle so th- that would be my argument if i was looking at that so you know i get the frustration now You're all Oilers fans calling me, but I think as a a hockey fan, some of these punishments, and and Rob mentioned some in his rant last night, Everly hitting Cogliano from behind, some of these punishments or lack of punishments are hard to explain uh, given the danger involved.